All right. Are you ready? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. Bold, bright and everlasting. You can find us at 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia. Hello. Good morning. And welcome back to another episode of Carlisle Studios. I am Bella Hunter and I have with me... Hal Hunter, good morning. Good morning. A bit tired this morning, Bella. You are. Yeah. Yep. Not sure why. I actually slept really good last night, but yeah. That's because I drugged you with um, cold and flu good night Well, tablets. I have been sick. Yep. It's in my weekly you update. You got that sexy, hazy voice. It's number three in my weekly update. <laughs> sick. Yep. Nice. How's your week been, Bella? My week's been good. Fill us in. Um, well, my week. Got to go to my notes. Come on. Um, we had a baby scan. We did. Um, the other day. Mm-hmm. That, it, it's like an ultrasound, but it's like really detailed. Yep. For like the 20 weeks. The ultra detailed. Is it, is it 20 weeks? Yeah. Yeah, 20 weeks, three days or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, and makes you feel a little bit dumb. No, I feel like you knew what was going on. At the start, I, more than you. I definitely did. Yeah, it's you knew like a general shape of a pretty, baby. <laughs> like standard shit at the start. But then for the next 40 minutes, I was seriously just had no idea what was going on. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They're like, look at all the bloody arteries and like chambers of the heart and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It was interesting. Yeah. I thought that you were really bored during it. No, I wasn't bored. I was just struggling to find out what I was looking at. Yeah. So. You also didn't say one single word to the woman doing it. What's so it was there a bit to say? awkward. What's there to say? Oh, she was like, like trying to be chatty and Not you were just me. sitting she there in She was talking silence. to you. No, that was a, she was talking to the room. What are you meant to say? I don't know. Just general conversation. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. So we did that. Um, we, one thing mm. that I'm just going to bring up again. Is our dogs have been a bit cheeky? I don't think they have. No, they've actually been really good, but there's one thing that they keep doing that's a bit cheeky. What? The bread loaf. Um, I'm going to blame you for that. Why? Well, you can't leave stuff on the table and then get annoyed with I leave when the our dogs... loaf of bread in front of the toaster on the kitchen bench. Is it in a plastic bag? It was in a paper bag. That doesn't count. Paper or plastic, whatever. Whatever it comes in. Depends where I buy the bread from. But they keep picking up the bread loaf off the kitchen bench and taking it into the little living room and just nibbling on it. Well, so <laughs> the reason I blame you is I never give them food in the kitchen. Ever. I always do. You give them food every single day in the kitchen. Yeah, so last night I was there, feeding them spaghetti. Exactly. They go in there knowing there's going to be food and then you can't get upset when they think, oh, I eat in here all the time. No, I'm actually I not upset. I think it's really cute. Nah, but you don't want them doing that. It's cute. We've been watching Muster Dogs, Bella. We have been, and it's and my new favourite show. They're not feeding dogs in the kitchen on that show. Well, they might be, but they're just not putting it in the show. It is a good show. It's on Netflix, Muster Dogs. It's about Australian Kelpies who herd- Sheep and cattle and whatever. Do mustering with um, farmers for cattle. They're so fucking cute. It's it's actually very good. You're like smiling. A lot of good tips on how to train your dogs. Yeah, we've now realised that Tinny, our Kelpie Cross, likes to be held on her back. Yeah. Like a baby, like you're cuddling her. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. So if you have a Kelpie, try that out. Anything else this week? Um, Yes, we 
last episode we spoke about Mitch. I think that's his name. Yeah, from WA. Yeah. Was so, actually from Newcastle originally. Oh, okay. But well, he lives in WA Yes, now. that's correct. He did say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to say that I did quite a lot on him in the one day. Mm-hmm. And I tattooed him the two days previous to that. Yeah, and I still did more than you in the one day. Yeah. I'm starting to think, because I sent you my notes, did you just copy my weekly recap? No. Yeah, okay. I've got something else on here as well. Okay. But it's not from our last week. It's from maybe two weeks ago mm-hmm. that has been bothering me. What? Aggressive people. What? So do you remember the other morning? It was our day off. I think it was Sun. No, it would have been a Monday because you didn't surf. And we drove to the front beach and we took the dogs. Uh, and yeah. there was that woman <laughs> in the car in front of us. We were at the traffic lights and yeah. you're waiting for like the green arrow to turn. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And the green arrow lasts for like four seconds in that spot. And I know that because I've been caught there so many times. Yeah. Hal did just like a generic like beep, but she obviously Courtesy took Courtesy beep, courtesy beep, just in yeah. case they missed, they didn't see it. Yeah, because she was a little bit delayed on yep. moving. Mm-hmm. And it was not aggressive whatsoever. Anyway, she obviously took it very aggressively. And then she happened to turn into the same car park that we turned into. That like, was unfortunate. Yeah, like 20 yeah. seconds after we've just turned. So she could have thought that we were like following her or something. So that no, might have been uncomfortable. I, she didn't. I think she knew we had a dog because we got out with the dogs. So. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we all got out of the car. She had a dog with her mm-hmm. and we had our two dogs with us. And instantly she just starts screaming at us like. I don't know if I'd say screaming. She was, That was screaming hell. She was 100%. just like yelling. It was one of those things. It was like just a... A nothing situation. A nothing. She obviously took it the wrong way. I was very polite about it. You were. It shocked me. I really had yeah. to bite my tongue. No. I just said, have a, have a nice day. Because she was screaming out like, what's fucking wrong with you? Fucking, I was getting there. Blah, blah, yeah. Going off. Then she was like, have you got a problem? And I was like, no, no problem. Just thought you missed it. All good. Anyway, but you know what, Bella? No, 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 no. That's not done yet. Because oh, she okay. kept walking onto the beach while we were still at the car, like 30 metres away yeah. at least, and she was still screaming at us. She was. She took it badly. And, like, she had her hands up in but the air, But you can't control around. people like that, Bella. I've, I've trying to tell myself that. Yeah, you can't control it, but I don't get it. Why are they waking up with so much anger and hate in their morning? It was literally 7.30. You never know. It could just be the, the icing on the cake for her on a bad day. I reckon you know? she's just a big old... She could have been. Yeah. But you know what would she have been worse? She also had a fluoro green. If you escalated it. Oh, I would have loved it. That would to. have been worse. The only reason I didn't is because you were there. If it was just me, I would have 100% screamed back. Yeah, but you're very quick on the the car aggression. I am. Whereas I'm not. The last two days, you've told me to beep someone twice. What? Yep. When we're driving, because they've been driving... We've. They've been driving really slow. Oh, sorry. Like really no, slow. I think that's fair because near us, there's a lot of like 80 zones where there's no one else around and the cars in front of us are going 40. Yeah, they were going incredibly slow. I looked at this, your speedo. It was but 40. I always I thought this. The reason I didn't beep any of them is to what end? Well, one of the blokes was like crossing both lanes. He was, he looks like he was nah, bloody drunk. He wasn't that He bad. was playing on his phone because I could see yeah, but it's what like, he was doing. He was just going slow, but then it's like, they turned off just quick after anyway. So then it was like, if I beeped them, it's like, for what point? Because they turn off anyway. Well, not so gonna... that they know they're being a reckless driver. Nah. And we've acknowledged that and you're but what, a one, one of them could have been old or something. They were both old. I'm just steering clear of the of the confrontation. No need. You know? 
you hit, you hit you get you get it on a bad day they get out of the car and fucking hit you with a machete or something I need to keep a baseball bat in the car it or something. happens no because you'll be the person who gets out and uses <laughs> it oh funny I've actually had quite a few customers like regular customers that you mm. get to the point where it's you're very friendly be like oh I can't picture you being aggressive Bella and I'm like oh you have painted nah, me in a different you're not aggressive you're just like short, short fused yeah that's it yeah but they're like oh I just can't picture it I'm like, fuck, I've been fooling you all. I think you have this image in your head that you're like super aggressive, but you're not. That's because you always say that I'm being super aggressive. No. You do. <laughs> you drive aggressively, <laughs> which I don't like. Yeah, that's why you don't let me drive anymore. Yeah. Bella's a real like accelerator brake, accelerator brake driver. Yeah, well, I have a big four-wheel drive. I want to feel the road, baby. No, it's not smooth. I remember. <laughs> I don't watching want it to be smooth. I want to feel alive. I watched this video with Daniel Ricardo once. Oh yeah, and he, it was like a Q and A thing, and with Vogue, I think. And one of the questions was, like, when you've got passengers in the car, do you drive fast? And he said, it's actually really uncomfortable to drive quickly if you're to have someone driving quickly if you're the passenger. Because you don't realize this. When you're the driver and you're driving quick and you're going accelerating fast, putting the brake on fast, you know what's going to happen because you're the one yeah, who's going to do it. it. So you can brace yourself, all this sort of stuff. You but also have the, like a big steering wheel that you're like centering your gravity on. And yeah. Like, if you're the passenger, you don't know what's happening. So it's quite uncomfortable. And I've always remembered that. And I, I know. And since you watched that, because I was there sitting with you mm. when you watched it, you made a point of being like, see Bella. And since then you've started driving like a grandpa and it's yep. painful. Who's coming into the shop? Charlie is opening the front door. Uh, early morning. How long will it take him to get the key in? The boys got a bit of a talking to the other day. Passive aggressive from me. Oh, I like it. Yep. I came in and I was like, fuck. Yesterday I was getting dust like all over my pants from the, because um, <laughs> with the armrests that we tattoo on, so the things you put under the arm, they've got like a raised bit you can put your feet on and stuff. But I always put my shins on it or something like that. Yeah, same. And because your feet have been on it, it's obviously gets like, Shit from the floor on it. Well, you're always shaving people, so there's always little bits of hair throughout the day on so, the floor. Yeah, but it's more that I think these people track in, you know, dust or whatever. Yeah, the general shit. And good morning, Charles. Morning. And I had this dust all over my pants. I was like, what the fuck? Where's this from? I was like, the boys mopped the floor. They swept the floor. Hal's like, stitching blah, blah, you blah. up on the pod. And then the next morning, I was like, nah, fuck it. We just got in here real early for some re- reason. Jack was doing the cleaning and I was like, I just started helping him do it. And he was doing the bins. I did the sweeping. And I was like, fuck, there's a lot of fucking shit all over this floor. Dust. I was like, these boys obviously haven't been sweeping properly. And anyway, I spent like 10 minutes sweeping up and Charles is not going to be happy. I'm not saying anything. And then there was this massive pile of dust. So I sent the photo to the apprentices group chat and I was like, have the brooms been broken or something? Because it was abnormally large. It wasn't just one day's worth of dust. Anyway, I came in the next day. They were doing the mopping again. Much better. Hey, my mouth is zipped shut. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> I think you do a great job, Charles. And Hal can be the hater for today. Yeah, but we can always do better. I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm just up. saying it's like you can do a great job, but you can do an even greater job. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, good one. Hurry up and do your um, weekly recap. Well, you've pretty much done a lot of it for me. Oh, have I? I had a really bad surf on the weekend. Mm. Partly because- You came home quite grumpy from that. Yeah, because I was more frustrated at my sickness. Yes, because I've noticed. It's been worked, very annoying to live with you. Worked the whole week. No issues. 
get to Saturday afternoon, my last tattoo of the day, throat starts to get sore. Then Sunday when I'm going surfing, feel shit as. And it's not so much of an issue like when you're in the water, but then it's like, it's harder to hold your breath. You don't have the energy. All I could think of was my fucking throat was sore when I was out there. Oh, poor hell. Conditions weren't fantastic. So that was just disappointing, you know? I feel so sorry for you, yeah. sweetheart. So sorry to everyone waiting for the weekly surf update. It was pretty lackluster this week. How many waves did you catch? One? Caught one. <laughs> no, I caught maybe five, but it, the conditions were very difficult. Five foot beach break, a lot of water moving around. Um, just me and two friends out, and caught a few. You actually had one of um, your customers come over for a slumber party the night before, so he could surf with her. Yeah, surf with you, not me. Yeah, pretty non-eventful to be honest. Yep. And yeah, caught one. Just caught it all the way in. Almost got smashed on the rocks. Then stood on the beach for twenty minutes while Ariel tried to get in around the rocks. So, yeah, pretty disappointing. But you know what? A day in the water is a good day, regardless. I'm going to remind you that next time you come home grumpy from a crap surf. No, I wasn't grumpy. You do. You come home very just like, and then it takes you at least an hour of watching other people on YouTube surfing in like nice (laughs) conditions to cheer you up. I've got high standards of what I want to achieve. I'm well aware. And that's just another week. What a waste. Yeah. Although you have had a lot of people message you saying, loving the surf chats. I have actually. Yeah. Yeah. I Heaps. really appreciate it. So it, guys, we get it. You love them. I read the messages. I One get day it. they'll <laughs> see a video of me surfing and be like, this can't, can't even surf. I would love that. <laughs> I would actually love that. No, I can surf, but. H- how well, hell? Rate yourself out of 10. Um, 10 being you're on the world surfing league. Oh. oh, well, what's the scale? I don't know. I'm nowhere near that. One is you can only just stand up. Ten okay. is you're a world champ. Oh, a world champ. You are four? See, the best of the best. Four or five then. Mm, okay. Can stand up. Morning, Jack. Would happily paddle out in pretty much any conditions. Uh, could do a few turns. Trying to do my trying to learn airs at the moment. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to Is fo- that why you why you keep falling off your skateboard? No, but I've been. That's why I've been getting on the skateboard, practicing my oh. ollies and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Enough of this. Anyway, yeah. moving on. We've got an animal fight update, Bella. Yes. So I've been getting. I a, really enjoy this. We've been getting a lot of messages about what animal you could beat in a hand-to-hand <laughs> fight. Anyway, so we've Bella and I both have this customer. His name's Dan. No, sorry. Also, the bloke who sent through like the reel of pandas. Oh like, yes. Falling from trees. Someone sent idiots. us a reel of these pandas and was like, "I reckon we could definitely beat a panda." Yeah, that was funny. I still don't reckon. Anyway, so we've got this customer, Dan. He's a zoologist Mm -hmm. and he's actually written in. He's just started listening to the podcast and he goes, FYI, a giraffe can kill a male lion instantly with a single kick and their bones and skin are tough as fuck, speaking from experience doing post-mortems. A human versus giraffe has less chance than a chocolate teapot in hell. (laughs) So that says to me... I'm going to go with Dan on this and say (laughs) I don't think you could... You could beat a giraffe. But I just wanted to give the update from the expert himself. Yeah. We'll still take your side if you think it's doable. Mm. He also said the business growth chats motivate him a lot in his own career, which is good. We haven't haven't done any much of that lately. No. No. Maybe when you get back from your little trip Mm. and you're a bit revamped and happier and not so sick, sad hell, we'll do one. Well, that was the last thing of my update. I'm going to Tasmania this weekend, first time. 
um, actually going to King Island. I think we've spoken about this every week. You mentioned it very briefly, yeah. but you said, no, nah, I'll do the info about it closer to the trip. Well, this is it then. Okay. Going King Island surf safaris. So well priced, honestly. I haven't actually even been on the trip, so <laughs> hopefully it's good because I'm going to plug it here. Hopefully it's good yeah. for what you've paid for. So How much did you pay for it? Because now people are going to want to know. I think it was $900 Australian. Okay, for what? That includes charter flight from Barwon Heads Airport mm-hmm. to King Island, which is 40 minutes, and a charter flight back for seven people. So it was $900 each. Mm-hmm. Then three nights, four days accommodation. Mm-hmm. Two four-wheel drives hired. Oh, I didn't know yep. the cars were included. And then- You should see Jack's face right now. It just like lit up like a Christmas tree. Really? Why? Because he's thinking Hilux. Oh, yeah. I'll send you a photo of it, Jack, when we get there. I reckon there'll be Land Cruisers. Yeah, That's even better. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the two cars, the th- three nights, four days accommodation, and the flights, plus like a – you don't have a personal tour guide, but they give you like a PDF of all like um, every single wave on the island and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So relatively speaking – Pretty cheap, I would say. That's just so reasonable. Considering we were looking at going like to Indonesia or whatever, and well, it's like this trip way more actually originated because you wanted to redo the Mexico surf trip that you did about yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, we spoke about this in another episode, but yeah, yeah, we wanted to go surf trip anyway. And that ended up being just over ten grand to get to the wave yeah. you wanted in Mexico. But because my good mate Ariel has been sick, mm-hmm. he can't come. On this trip. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to do like a Lennox Head Byron Bay trip later in the year to visit our mate Jace. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is also another trip I'm not invited on. I haven't said that. <laughs> yes, you have. No. No, but next year, you and me, Bella, I want to go to Noosa, which we'll go to, definitely. Go to Lennox. You've never been to Noosa. No, I know that. Um, go to Lennox. Mm-hmm. All just warm water places during winter because it's fucking cold down here. Is that because you're starting surf school for our child? Well, probably. They're not going to be wanting to get in the water down here in winter. <laughs> Definitely. Well, they're not going to be able to even hold their head up in the first few months. So I always think this, Bella. So you go, oh, you don't like warm weather. But what if your son wants to be a professional surfer and they want to surf every day of the year and you're like, you know what? Your whole sort of goal as a parent is to just help your kids be happy and achieve what they want to achieve. And you go... Well, the best option then is to move up to the fucking Gold Coast. Okay, but then I would also say- What are you saying? I would say- Are you going, oh, I don't like warm weather? No, I would say- Except I've been to Bali okay, 25 can, times. Is my earning potential the same as what it would be if I moved up there? And my answer to that is probably not. But the living cost is less. Irrelevant. Not really. If this child wants to be a professional surfer, <laughs> no I'm going to have to pay to fly it all over the world. No. Yeah, to no. go and surf all the way. No, yeah. that's not true at all. That's God. what it's going to want because no. it's going to be your child that's and it's like going to be asking that's like for saying, everything. That's like saying, oh, if my kid wants to be a professional AFL player, I'm going to have to pay for him to fly all over Australia. It's like, no. If they become professional, it's their job. They get paid no, to no, do No, no, but it. what I'm saying is you – and our child are going to say, oh, but Bella, we need to go experience the waves at North Shore. No, you don't need to do that. Uh, okay, Bella. I'll be telling you that next time you want to go on I'm a fucking saying, surf trip. What are you, what's, where's your mental state at for that? Well, I guess you're going to force me to, so I don't I have a choice. I won't force you. Yes, I'm you just saying. Will. 
So you're saying you deny them the opportunity to get I'm the most- I'm not saying I would deny- To get the most out of their surfing career. I would not because deny- Because you don't like warm stop weather. Stop speaking over me, asshole. Right. I would not deny them this opportunity. If that's really what they want to do, they can go fucking do it. And I'll just be miserable and sweaty. <laughs> yep. There you go. You both get what you want and Belzy's miserable. Mm, I reckon you'd secretly love it, to be honest. Well, if I'm allowed to get multiple dogs, that- and we live in a place where the dogs can come onto the beach and I can sit there with the dogs while you two dickheads surf, fine. I think if you live anywhere other in Australia other than like the eastern beaches of Sydney and the like Mornington Byron Peninsula, Bay, you can take your dogs onto any beach. Mm. We just happen to live in the one of the few areas you can't. Yeah. Screw you, Mornington Peninsula. Let Ooh. my dogs on the beach. Damn. We might have to get the mayor of the fucking council on here. <laughs> <gasps> anyway, um, I've got a few questions here, Bella. Um, no, I had my questions for you, my surprise questions. Then whip them out. Oh, Fuck. my God, Hal. You're too rattled about the potentially having to move to warmer climate. I'm just so sick of you bringing up us moving to a warmer climate. It's so annoying. <laughs> I haven't brought it up in a long time. No, that's a lie. You brought it up the other day when your customer was from Noosa. I didn't say I would want. I would not want to live in Noosa. It's too well, you've hot. never been, so you no, wouldn't know. Too hot. Uh, can't hate it if you've never been it and, no. and experienced it. I wouldn't. Queensland's too warm, so I'd have, it'd have to be northern New South Wales. See, now you're just being picky. No. What if your son wants to live there? Well. Oh, yep. You're going to deprive your child of this beautiful life. <laughs> Come on. Okay. So, because everyone liked the 21 questions speed round thing, mm-hmm. I have some more questions for Hal. Okay. It's a, it's a shorter session, though. My mind's a bit foggy, though, because I'm sick. Yeah. Hopefully we get some creative answers then. Think as clearly as I usually do. Hopefully we just get you like just not thinking and just say dumb things then. All right. If these are bad questions, I'm so sorry. Yeah, fair enough. What's a bad habit you want to break? Already broken it. I knew you were going to say that, but that's why I said a bad habit because you've already broken this one. What's a new one? I just recently stopped chewing my fingernails. Yep. Okay. That was a habit. I've tried to stop doing it for a few times. You tried to stop since I've known you. Yep. And the only reason I want to stop chewing them is because it fuck. I then like you end up like chewing the skin. And hey, Luke. Hey, Lukey. That's a nice surprise. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you just end up having like cuts and whatever on Butchered your fingers hands. and stuff. Yeah. And I say it's just unhygienic. So now, all fresh, no cuts on my fingers, feeling good. So yep. that's that was the one. Yep. That was my bad habit. I reckon every like third shower you have, you're like, can you pass me the nail clippers? Yeah, because they grow really quickly. Yeah. And I've also never had longer, long fingernails. So it's like, they annoy Please me. Please never get long fingernails. <laughs> That's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are the most important things in a relationship? Oh, Jesus. I haven't written these. I went on Pinterest and like typed oh, in like what? questions. Best <laughs> questions. <laughs> the most important things in a relationship. Can you boys pipe down? If you're going to talk, come on the podcast and talk, right? <laughs> come here. All right. They don't want to come on. Haters. Um, the best things in a relationship. No, most important. Most important. Ooh, this is a hard one. Luke, you've been in a long-term relationship. Yeah. You can answer this question. What are the most important things in a relationship? <laughs> What are the most important things in a relationship? The people want to hear it from you, Luke. Um, that you get along. Yep. 
I agree. I, I agree with that. I'm not the right person to ask about this. <laughs> I don't know. It's a hard. That's a really hard question. I feel like it's not that hard. I think the ultimate thing you look for in a relationship. Are we talking like a uh, emotion, like not a just a friend it, relationship? However you perceive this nah, question, my love. Fuck's sake. Has to be organic, I believe. Oh, okay. You can't force them. Obviously. That's my answer. That's okay. the most important thing. Or organics. Organics. Or is it organicism? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like something different. I don't know. I'd that- just say honesty or something. Quite simple. Yeah, but like I what think- what do you value? But the most important thing isn't one of your actions. Like honesty is like an action. Yeah, okay, you that, know? that's fair. I think it's that you genuinely, like it is an organic relationship. It's, yeah, not, it's not forced. forced. There you go. Okay, that, that's good. I've gone deeper than you yeah. on a deeper level. Always. Um, one thing you're legitimately mm. scared of. Ooh. Hmm. Rah! This is- I actually scared you so good the other night. Yeah, but that's like shock, you know. Obviously, that's, that's not something you're scared of, but we really like scaring each other, like hiding in a I don't know if we really room. like scaring each other. <laughs> I get a lot of joy out of it. If you boys go and get coffee, can you get me an oat chai, please? Hell, focus. Just a small. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I didn't know about the red. I got these red and silver Adidas. Yeah, because I was going to, so I bought two new pairs of shoes on ASOS the other day. And I don't often buy shoes. The tobacco Yes. And they Question, were all- Question, is the tobacco the colour or the style? It's like the, the range. Yeah, okay. I think it's the style Because I was confused. Yeah. They all look very similar, all the different Adidas things. But I was going to get just the one pair. Because like the black one's like 250 bucks or something. Some shit. Then I could get the tobaccos in these red ones. They were both on sale. So they were both like- What black ones you talking about? Like the normal ones everyone wears. The leather ones, black, white oh, stripes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they were like a bit, yeah, they're popular, aren't they? They're a bit more expensive. So I got the two for less than the price of one, just with the alternative colors though. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. What was the question, Bella? Oh my God. One thing you're legitimately scared <laughs> of. Ah, fuck. Like, you're not scared of dying. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Sounds so weird. Why? I don't know. You've always said you're not scared of dying. So I'm just assuming you're telling the truth. No, I'm not necessarily scared of it because I just am a realist. I know it's a reality. Everyone's going to die. Yeah, realist. Um, I think the thing legitimately I would be scared of at the moment is dying because I'm then going to miss out on so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. But other than that, I Please don't, don't die in Tasmania. I'm trying not to. Yeah. You did buy a helmet I bought for the helmet. Head, head protection. Well, maybe that's going to make me take more risks. Uh, I always helmet. think about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually think you won't wear it. Are you one of those people who thinks wearing a helmet is actually more dangerous than not wearing a helmet? No. Okay. Because remember when, the other week when there were all those school kids on like bikes, yeah. scooters and stuff. And I was like, oh, idiots. Because they were just going so fast on like a busy main road. Not wearing helmets. Yeah. And Hal was like, it's not cool to wear a helmet, Bella. And you I'm become like, one of those older people who's like, yeah. why don't they have protection on? Yeah. Silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you say it was? What you're legitimately scared of? Come on. Um, I don't know. Really? 
I don't know. I don't have like weird little fears of like spiders or whatever that you have. <laughs> I think that's pretty normal. No, I don't think it's, it's not that a normal. weird one. I'd say most people are a bit scared of spiders or snakes or something. I'm just, I'm scared of missing out on our kids' life, your life, the rest of our lives. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, do you think everyone should get a second chance? No. Okay. Why? Well, that's very vague. It is. I what think it you? depends on the circumstances. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, well, so I said no because I don't think every situation warrants a second chance. I think I there's certain things. So I'm going to just say it if we're getting into these things. If you're a pedophile, you don't get a second chance in my mind. I do agree. Um, most other things I'd say yes. Yeah. So this one I actually thought of because there's the woman, I think she's from Australia. Oh, we're getting into news, are we? Yeah. I'm so intrigued by it. News and current affairs. She was wrongly prosecuted and charged for killing her, was it three or four children? That's not, that's not exactly true what you said. Okay. Start again. I retract my statement. She's been in jail for 20 years. She was convicted of killing her three, murdering her three children and, and manslaughter of the fourth child. Yep. And essentially she's just been like, yeah, convicted. That was her thing. She got, tw- I think she got 25 years. 20, yeah. She's been in for 20 years. Yep. And anyway, there was at the time, which was in 2003, some questions about, did she, she's always maintained her innocence. I mm-hmm. can't remember her name. It's been all over the news. And, Anyway, she got found guilty, but there's been two inquiries recently and one that's surfaced new evidence that has said there was, there's reasonable doubt mm-hmm. um, they are those based, on, words. based on the new evidence. So she's been pardoned mm-hmm. and then, so she hasn't been acquitted or anything, but she's been pardoned and then they're going to, I think they're going to work and see if, if she gets acquitted or if there's another trial or whatever, yeah. but They'll review all the evidence and – but they're thinking yeah. that it's like a congenital yeah, disease that the children Yeah, so they were saying it was like a medical with. thing because it wasn't they all died at once. It was like one died when it was six months old. They had another kid. Then it died when it was 10 months old. Then they had another kid. So it was all separate occasions. Yeah. And I guess the thinking was like, oh, she's had four kids. They've all died. She's obviously killing them yeah. or something. And – um, because what really are the chances? Yeah, so I'm unsure because I haven't fully looked into it, but I'm other sh- unsure whether the new evidence is saying she definitely didn't do it or is it saying that there is the possibility it could have been a congenital thing. Yes. So you can't 100% say she did do it. Yeah, you can't So then that. that's why she's been – it's like a jury couldn't have confirmed that she did do it. Yeah. Sure. I'm very interested in it. I've only heard the snippets of what they've been saying on the radio. But I also think she served 20 years and her non-parole term was 20 years. So it's like she was, yeah. <laughs> like was going to get out. She served the time anyway. for yeah. the crime that she may or may not have done. I mean, if she didn't do it, she obviously deserves a second chance because she um, didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if she did do it, well, not sure where I sit on that one. Yeah, it's a very interesting one because I feel yeah. like it's very hard to prove if She's guilty or not? Well, I don't I'm, know. I'm going I don't to know the specifics of the case, and I where well, this is a. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. We publicise this, Bella, so you can't say anything bad. No, I'm not saying anything Ritsu. bad. I just said I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Ah, you're with. Okay. Yeah. I'm unsure because I haven't even looked into the case yep. to be honest. Okay. Next question. Yeah. 
Do you believe in God? I do not. Mm, okay, great. Do you want any reason why? I would love a reason why. I, I know that you don't, but the people might want to know. Um, I definitely think a lot of people's faiths is just how you're brought up, mm-hmm. firstly. So if you're taught certain things when you're younger, like if you come up in an Islamic family, like you're probably going to believe that stuff. If yes. you come up in a Christian family, you probably believe that When you're that young, stuff. you're very impressionable. And yep. it, if your parents want you to believe something, that's um, how it happens. And I didn't. So that's probably a big impact on me. I also think, so I'm not, uh, um, a lot of people would say that I'm an atheist, but I'm not an atheist. I mm-hmm. believe I'm agnostic. Yes, I am too. Which is. I always used to say that I was atheist yeah. until I actually understood the differences. Yep. So I believe agnostic means that you neither believe it nor don't believe it. So it's like if at the moment I don't think, I don't believe in God because there's no evidence to prove that God is real. Yeah. But on the contrary, there's also no evidence to prove that he's not real. Yeah. So, so the if, Oxford Dictionary of English mm-hmm. says about agnostic, a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God. Yeah. So, but if there was evidence that came out, it's, I'm, I would believe it if it was true. Mm-hmm. So that's where I that's where I sit is like I'm sort of I don't believe it to be true because there's nothing that can be shown to for, to me to say it is real but then on the contrary I'm also like well I can't say I can't you can't prove that it's not real. Yeah. How do you prove that something's not there? Yeah. No, I don't know if you can do that. No. So that's just where I'm at. From my beliefs I But I'm also agree. very conscious that I'll put my hand up and say I was wrong if I die and Go and, to you, hell. and you see. And I rock up in hell and I go, fuck, I was wrong. But you're going to be dead, so how are you going to tell anyone? Well, the thing is, if you do believe in those things, you you have, you have believe in an afterlife. True, so you can come back and haunt me. No, and no, no, me. no, 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 no. Not, re- not about resurrection or whatever or reincarnation. An mm-hmm. afterlife is like you go to heaven or you go to hell. Yeah. I'm not sure what some of the other religions their afterlives are. So if there is a God and there is an afterlife, then when you die, Bella, you will appear in one of those places and you'll know and you go, fuck, I was wrong. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. And then, sorry, I just want to go through the definition of atheist just to confirm. A person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of God or gods. Yeah. So I think uh, from from my understanding, atheist is they say it's not real. Yeah, they're very staunch. I'm not saying it's it's not not there and that's it. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying... I don't believe it's there because you I've never been proven. Can't show me that it's there, yep. you know. Yep. Cool. Um, if you had one phone call before you died, Ooh. who would it be to? Well, firstly, I hate making phone calls. You do, but I prefer them over texts. So, uh, see, I'm a bit like it depends on what the conversation is about. I hate heaps of back and forth text messages. So you don't like a text conversation. If, if I can text you, be like, hey, want to meet for coffee at 10 at this place? And you say yes, that's That's perfect. not a conversation though. That's, that's more like that's a That's a conversation enough. No, that's not. Because you're not going to uh, – I guess you would call someone and ask them that. Yeah. But I only make phone calls to have like prolonged discussions. Yes. If, I, if you're getting on the phone, it's at least a 40-minute plus conversation. What was the question? Do – oh, if you had one phone call before you die, who would it be These to? are so morbid. Really? You're very, they're all about death or afterlife or. Oh, not, sorry. Yeah. Well, it depends the situations of the Sorry, death. I'm going to say that's not your immediate family. Ooh. 
Well, it'd be either Bobby or Ariel. Okay. So your best friend or your best friend and business partner. Yeah, but it depends on the – it would just depend on the circumstances of the, the upcoming death. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that's all. Yeah. Um, do you have a secret that you've hidden from oh. Bella or your parents that you have always felt guilty about? No. Really? No, I don't. Okay. I think one year I lied to you about um, who I voted for. <laughs> and I feel really guilty about it. Don't say it on it. you. I don't give a No, fuck. I would never say who I voted for, but I think I told you I voted for someone and I didn't. I know who it would be anyway. Yeah. It was, it was very, we were young. I think it was like the first time we ever voted. I used voted. to be more passionate about that stuff and now I'm a bit disillusioned with it all, so I don't really care. Yeah, but I've always felt guilty about that. So here's me coming clean. Yep. Yep. Um, how do you de-stress? De-stress? Yeah. Like if you come home from work and it was a really <laughs> shit day and you're stressed yep. and you're just like overwhelmed, yep. nothing went to plan, mm-hmm. what are you going to do to make yourself feel better? Well, at one point- no, so you said I was never allowed to have a PlayStation, so I couldn't. That couldn't be it. Also, you never were into it when you were younger. No, but it does definitely take your mind off a lot of things. Do you want one? No, the only reason I ever played it was because my brother had one. I'm really sorry if that makes me sound like a bitch. You used to be real hard on it. I so am, I remember I, am I tattooed still very hard. I tattooed on it. this guy I hate who was like really into gaming, had a full setup, you know, like a full room and shit, and I was like, oh fuck, like I've never been into gaming or anything but i mean i used to play like tony or pro skater or dave mirror pro bmx we've both played a little bit and so we just had a playstation when we were kids i had an xbox Uh, i was never xbox yeah but and then as soon as i mentioned it you were like fuck that you're not getting one you were so harsh i felt actually really bad for the kid because and i was just like i remember i said to you when i got home i was like why can't i get one if i want one i remember we had a fight that afternoon yeah and it was like you were just real off it so and also I do – I'm real torn about things like that because I think, one, they are they do fully take your mind off the rest of the world because mm-hmm. you're sort of immersed in this game you're playing. But then it's also like I always feel like they're so unproductive. Okay, so I'm going to be but really honest. But I guess that's honest. why they're a switch off, you know? I think the issue is I never grew up really enjoying it. Okay. So I don't understand the attraction to it. And – I remember so clearly when we were younger and I would come over to your house, Mm. there was like this one year where your brother spent the entire school holidays. It was like a three-week school holiday period. And I I reckon I came over almost every day. Um, And he, every time I was there, he would be slouched over in his little beanbag chair, which was like a a, um, pool ball number yeah, that was without, on it. Na- with our initials on them. Yeah. Got made for us. Yeah, they were really cool. I always liked them. Yeah. Um, and he would always be in his bloody boxes with a bag of shapes or something with him, TV snacks, whatever it was, and he would not move all fucking day. Yeah, I and, used to wait, have- wait, I'm not done, mm-hmm. but you would absolutely rinse him. Yeah. Every single time you'd walk past, you'd be like, you're fucking lazy, can't get up, go out, go well, see Well, yeah, he wasn't doing anything else, that's yeah. why. But- and in my mind- I've always viewed that as like, wow, this PlayStation is making him so like just boring. Yeah, but- it's Like he's spending three weeks. Like it's beautiful weather outside. 
It was the holidays. All of his friends were around. I'm yeah, like, but are you just becoming me. one of those older people who's like, kids these days use too much technology and they should There's five years age difference between it should be us like, and your brother. Once they're fucking, you know, 10 years old, they should be outside 24 hours a day. And No, but when I was young, I preferred to be outside and doing things like like being creative. or yeah, I prefer to be playing Monopoly or doing a painting. <sighs> than playing PlayStation. So I think how's my attraction it, how's to How's playing a board game any different than playing a digital it, game? It's not at all. It's the same shit. But I think that that's my issue is when I was a kid, I got joy from other things, so I never understood it. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm not, I'm not against other people doing it. I just don't want it around me. But I, I also care. think this. It's like you can't – this is way off the topic of well, – I can't remember what the question was. But How do you de-stress? You can't, <laughs> you can't go home. So last night we watched three hours of television. <laughs> Three episodes of the Mind Sopranos. Mind you, I was doing my drawings the whole so time. So we sat there and we watched three hours. We just sat there, did nothing. We just watched three, I was ep- working. three episodes of the Sopranos, yeah? Yep. How is that any different than playing three hours of PlayStation? It's not. And that's fine exactly. if that's how other people want to de-stress. Ah. But I don't want that in my house. Got ya. <laughs> Got ya. And if our child wants to be a professional gamer, I will have to open my mind to that. <laughs> and it's going to be really hard. <laughs> So I'm hoping your brother has zero influence with the gaming. I don't mind the gaming. It's just not something (laughs) I mean. I prefer to do more other stuff. But um, to de-stress what I do, I put my phone away. So pretty much after COVID, I started just like putting my content online, whatever it was in the morning or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then try and not spend any time on my phone. Yep. And so when I get home, I usually just put my phone on charge make sure all my messages are hit back, like my texts or whatever, and then I just leave it. Because mm-hmm. you've always got your phone with you. So if like someone's group texting, like Bobby and his partner KJ and stuff, I see those messages because yours come up. Yeah, um, so I'll generally have my phone on the coffee table if we're watching TV or something, in I'll case there's you, ever an emergency. No, you've got an addiction. You're yeah, always scrolling, but, blah, 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 blah. But let me just say, mm. I am on our the phone way more because I do both of our messages. No, you do, but you also spend a lot. I would love to have like a flip phone other than the fact I've got to use Instagram. See, I have an issue with not responding to a message as soon as it comes through. And I'm really forcing myself to get better Mm. at that. So people who are messaging to book in for appointments, I'm sorry, I am getting lazier, but that is for my own. Are you going to get those new Apple head? I Fuck got those no. Apple goggles they announced no. yesterday. You will. No. That so is, you can be online the whole time. That is too techie for in me. The, in the different universe. No, not a chance. Or whatever it's called. So that's how I do stress. I put you, my phone away phone. and then I just do like, no, like just focus trying to, on being in the in the present. See, I reckon when you're really stressed, you put your phone away and you go outside and you throw the ball to the dogs. Uh, sometimes. I throw the ball to the dogs because I, I always think this is we take them to the park in the morning, every morning. Mm-hmm. Then they're at home all day waiting for us to get home. And then when we get home, we're tired. And a lot of people just go, I can't be bothered dealing with the dogs. Yeah. But they've been waiting all day for that. They've been waiting for you to come back home all day. Exactly. And we can see our dogs on the camera. They are staring at the driveway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever look at the camera. You do. I do. 20 times a day. That's why I'm on my phone. How many more questions Uh, you got? There's only one more question. Yeah. And it it is a bit morbid. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to. This is just what Pinterest was giving me today. Come on. If you can only save one item in your house before it burns down, what is it? Oh, fuck no. And like me and the dogs aren't in the house while it's burning. Hmm. 
I don't know. I'm just going to say something stupid. Well, not even stupid, just practical. My passport. Really? Yeah, it'd be annoying as fuck to reorganise all that <laughs> shit. There's nothing to value in there, really. <laughs> you know, it's all covered by insurance. Oh, I hope so. We might yeah. have to update our insurance policy now. No, it's pretty updated. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so you've just gone for the Pinterest questions, but I always get the ones from people who message me. That's because people send you the questions for the podcast. No, because you, you're, no, you're the big dog. People like you That's more. That's not true. Mr. 100K followers. These are two from people who um, message Did you like how you. I threw in your 100K followers there? I haven't mentioned it. I know. Yeah. Because I know you're embarrassed about it. So I'm going to mention it for you. I'm not embarrassed about it. It just is what it is. You're embarrassed but when also people Bella, mention it. No, this is, we always say this on here. It's like you can have little goals and you tick them off and you go, cool, you're happy with yourself or you're, you're happy that your career got to a certain point or whatever. But if you, if I just go, cool, 100K, I'm happy with that. It's like, well, that just means in my mind, then 200K is unachievable. Yeah. I'm saying so, you've actually failed by not hitting 200K yet. So that's I'm, I'm, I'm not impressed. I'm with not you. saying it's a failure. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm only halfway to getting to there. And yeah. then you're halfway to getting to 400. Then you're halfway to getting oh, to I at least want you at 250 in the next year. And if you're not, you've failed. I don't set big goals <laughs> like that and go specifically. I just go, it's possible. Yeah. There's people out there with that many followers. Mate, so anything's possible. Why couldn't it be us? Um, this was from a customer of yours, Matt. Not sure if it's actually a customer of yours, but I don't know. Someone who messaged it to you, Matt. Um, question for the pod: If there was an Australian season of Ink Master, oh, Jesus, just choked. Even just saying you are not in. Good even form just today. saying that that I've choked. Yeah. If there was an Australian season of Ink Master, would you go on it? And which Australian tattoo do you think would win? There is not one single chance that I would ever <laughs> go on that, mainly because. I would get thrown a really simple challenge and just I'd cook it. Um, okay, fair enough. But, well, they never paint the tattooers in the best light. They always make them look no, they, like they're a bit shit. Some of them do. Yeah. I wouldn't go on it, no. And the reason is because oh, there's several reasons actually. Yeah, I've got multiple. From my understanding, the way the show operates is you've got to stop doing your job full time. Yes. You've got to go live on set, essentially. They have like accommodation. Yeah, they and have stuff like there. those crappy little bunk beds yeah. and you live in the house. So with it's everyone. almost like a big brother situation. Like you've got to go <laughs> live in the house. Um, Although I've always wanted to do Big Brother for, for the funsies. Yeah, and you do the challenges. And at the end of the challenge, which it goes for months, like you've got to do this thing. Yeah. You win, I think you win $100,000. Yeah. And. I've seen a few other tattooers say this on podcasts where they talk more specifically about tattoo stuff. But it's like, if you just are busy and you work hard, it's like the financial reward of winning the show is no better than what you could just earn if, normally. What you're saying is if you fully booked yourself for the period of the show being recorded, you could, you you could, could make more than that. More money, yeah. Tattooing so, so the financial, that time yeah. So the financial side isn't a motivation. Like if it was, a, if it was like five hundred grand or like a million dollars, something that's unachievable in you know a few months period. Then yes, of I would consider it. Then you would go, oh, okay, the financial side's there, but at, at the moment it's not. Yeah. So you cancel that out. So then I guess the only other, well, there's two other reasons. One would be that you just genuinely want to win the show and and prove to yourself or you know, ever show everyone else how good you are at tattooing. Yes. But I also never agree completely with the winners of the challenges of any TV show. I'm like, oh, well, this no, person- but you're saying the individual challenges. Like if you win the whole Ink Master, even though it's like, it's 
And it is like, obviously it's a reality TV show, like yeah. it's dramatized and all that sort of stuff, but they do it. They do do it well. Yeah, very well. It's very popular. So if you win that though, like 100%, you are an f- amazing tattooer. Yes. There's no like spuds that are getting through. It's like you're well-versed. You're, you're technically a very, very yeah. good tattooer. Application is um, like best it can be. All of that. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. So it's like, if that's your goal, then that would be great. But I'm not one of those tattooers. And I'm not saying like, if, if I no, had those- that's ab- not my goal. If I had those abilities, maybe, but- um, and I think partly because of like the era that I came up in tattooing. So you see a lot of the people on the show, like a bit older than mm-hmm. us. So older than 30, there'd be a few younger ones on there and stuff, but the ones uh, seasons I've seen, like they're all a b- quite a bit older. Yeah. More um, established. Like late thirties, forties, fifties. Yep. And I think you come up in those, those older eras you were forced to be way more well-versed in all styles mm-hmm. because of just the lack of social media. So it was like all – you had to be able to do every style that came in the shop, yes. all that sort of stuff. Whereas now, people who are, have just gotten into tattooing in the past few years or whatever, they've more honed in on their one style. Yeah. And that's what they It's do. a lot more specialised now. So um, – Like I would never be able to do a fine line challenge or portrait challenge. You do and some do fine it. line tattoos, but not like N- fine, nothing fine line. like single needle, whatever. But realism. That'd um, be terrible. Like there's so many other styles, new school, shit yeah. like that. Neo-traditional, Japanese. You could do like, neo-trad, you could do Japanese, but. To uh, an extent, but it, yeah, w- to it an wouldn't, extent, but not, wouldn't be that good. Well, it's not your main style, yeah. so I guess. But. That's why they have Ink Masters. Exactly. Show that you're an Ink Master, not like, oh, you just do cool traditional tattoos or yeah. something. So I'm, I wouldn't be able to do that, so I know that. And then- I think Bobby would be pretty good at it. He would. Because he's done a lot of different styles over the years. Yeah. I think that's a generational thing as well. Yeah, it is. Um, so there, that's like the main reason is like, I just, there's nothing to get to gain out of it for me. Um if you, if you were an amazing tattooer, but you had no customers and you couldn't find a way to market yourself well or whatever, and you thought like, this would be a good way to expose myself to a customer yeah. base and stuff, then I can understand that. But but also you don't know how the show is going to paint you. Yeah. They so could make you the villain of the season. Exactly. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, you that's don't really risk. have, um, there's like a big upside potentially to your career, but I think there's also a massive downside risk to the way you're perceived you know just based on how they edit it and stuff like that and you know obviously going on a reality show you probably don't have any control over that no um i would assume not i've never been on one so the answer is no for me to hmm, which tattooers do i think could do really well I don't have the biggest knowledge on like current day tattooers who like do lots of different styles yeah because most of the tattooers that i follow or that I've been interested in in the past, generally specialise in one. Yeah. I would say, just off the top of my head, someone like Ben Rourke. Yeah. From, had a shop in Brisbane called Tradition Tattoo, recently closed down. He's moving up to Noosa. Someone like that, like- but he's been around for a while. Yeah. Very, well, a long time actually. Yeah. Like I grew up looking at Very well versed- um, so that's like someone like that is who I would think. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend yeah. anyone younger to do it because I don't think it's they not have. On, it's not on age. I'm just no, saying no, no, that's no, the guy. No, no, but I don't think that the younger tattooers, like similar to our age, have enough experience in other styles to be the ultimate ink master. No, but it's not. Yeah, I, I'm i just saying I would pick him as someone I could think could go on the show. 
So who, I'm not saying it's like, oh, you have to pick an old person or a young person. It's like, do you know any, who would you want, it, who do you think could go well on it? I legitimately can't think of anyone. Well, there would be lots of people who could go on it, but. Yes. Um, but I'm thinking like, yeah, Ben Rourke would be great. He could potentially win it if there was an Australian one, but. Well, I don't I'd, know. I haven't seen many portraits he's done or anything. No, but, but I can't, can I, that's the thing. I can't think of anyone. So I'm like, well, it's either him or Bobby. <laughs> Well, it's hard to see these days because a lot of people, like, you just put up the one style, even if you can do a lot of different stuff. The majority of people just put up the one thing. Yeah. So it's hard to know who's, like... Whereas I've seen some shit that Bobby's done and I've seen some, like, old portraits that he's done and I'm like, hey, yeah. I know who that is. It's hard That's to know who me. can secretly do, like, a crazy good portrait or something. Yep. So the answer is no, I won't be going on um, Ink Master. No. Maybe I recommend you to go on it instead force you to do it i think it would be funny if they asked and not that they would and not that i think i deserve to be or anything but i think it would be funny if they asked me to be a judge because i'm really only knowledgeable on like one style sit like and almost in a way similar to oliver peck who was one of the judges mm -hmm. on um the american ink master he's not anymore but he was for like most of the he seasons is. and it was always like, if you just look at his tats, he's just a straight traditional tattoo. Yeah. He owns a really good shop, Elm Street, in, I think it's in Dallas. Yeah, I think so. In America. Um, but I was always like, I was always wondering, like, when he's looking at like a new school challenge or something yeah, like that. Yeah, what's he looking for? He's, he's, <laughs> like, you can always tell if it's a good tattoo or not mm -hmm. a good tattoo, but, but the I sometimes aspects. think they sometimes like look at that and go, fuck, I hate that tattoo. Oh Even God, though it's yeah. a good tattoo, you know, because yeah, they just done well, like but you're style. like, oh my God, I, could, I would never get that on me. Yeah. This one's relevant to us, Bella. Thoughts on matching tattoos or each other's names? I personally don't rate it. It's like a curse. I don't really have any issue with it, but I don't have an issue. We've got matching tattoos. Yeah, we do. We both have the same love heart on the inside yeah. of our wrist. Mm -hmm. Hal has my initials on his shin, which he got- in, I think you were in Argentina. You think it's your initials, Bella? It is. It could be lots of other things. It's not your initials anymore. Well, it's BD because my na last name before changing it when we got yeah. married started with a D. And um, so what's, what's it for? Big dick. Mm, no. Okay, cool. Well, then it's my initials. Okay. You can tell everyone that <laughs> if you want. Well, you came home from that trip telling me it was my initials. Mm. So. Yeah. I don't have your initials. We have our wedding date both tattooed on us. Yep. Also the... Postcode of East Geelong, I believe. I think it's Geelong West. Geelong West. Something like that. Yeah, anyway. Um, I have no issue with Represent. it. Because I don't really get too tied up in like, oh my God, such a meaningful tattoo. Oh no, I'm going to regret it. Mm. I'm sort of like, if you like it, get it. Whatever. I think on the, I think it's uh, the question was more not, not is it like a cool thing or do you like it or not like it? it's like is it cursing for the relationship and the reason i think people think it is a curse is because they're getting the tattoo to prove something else to maintain the relationship or to like you know so that's where i go back to like if if it's all natural and organic then it's like you can do anything in your relationship and it will still be good ah going back to one of my questions yeah yeah it's like, it a, it's like when you write an essay and you you do an introduction, then like a first paragraph, but then yeah. your conclusion at the end, yeah, is you therefore go, you go back and reference all the things you've talked yeah. about before. We weren't very good yeah. at school, so don't ask us. I've never written a good essay. I like failed, so um, so that's what I've always thought. I'm okay. like, if 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 your relationship's strong and built on a good core, then there'll be no issue. But I also if, think if you are one of the people who is 
potentially going to regret having a tattoo if you do break up? Because you always have to think, even if you're in the best relationship in the world and you do potentially break up in 20 years' time, are you mm. going to regret this tattoo and want to get it removed? Because if that's a yes, then just don't get it. I guess that's something that I haven't thought about. It's a good point. Because if you've got heaps and heaps of tattoos, then it sort of just becomes no drama. You yeah. can get it covered up with whatever. You're not even going to notice it. But if you've, it's like your, your one tattoo, then you're always going to be thinking about and looking at it. And if you yeah. end up not liking it because you're not together with that person, then that's the thing. But if you've got heaps of tattoos, it's like, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Like I've got customers that they don't necessarily care about a tattoo that they've got of their ex's name or initials, but mm. their new partner is ah, revolted yeah. by it. Like they are so upset by it that yeah. they've asked the partner to go and get it covered. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, okay. But are they going to either pay for it or mm -hmm. are they like, do you, do you really want to get it done? Because what, what does the person who has the tattoo yeah, want? I, we shouldn't be talking people away from getting tattoos. No, I'm- say 100% get them, whatever tattoo you I'm want, come in. I'm saying get the tats of the partner, fuck it. <laughs> uh, show that commitment, mate. But if you're thinking about like, oh, what if we break up and stuff, that says to me your relationship's not in the right space yeah. to be getting that tattoo. Yeah, but I- Because you should be getting, that's like, I always think that's like when people get married or whatever and they go, oh, but what if we break up? It's like, well, why are you getting married then if you're thinking that? When we got these love hearts, did we break up after that? No. Really? No. I feel like we got those love hearts I don't know. ages ago. Probably. We did, a long time ago. Hey, Bella, How? thoughts on aftercare methods? Oh, God. Glad wrap versus second skin. I've got an answer on this. Okay, first of all, I don't think anyone should be re-wrapping a tattoo with glad wrap after you've left the shop and had a shower. Please do not do that. Why? Have you got a medical reason for that? It's or anything? yuck. Well, how? It's just dirty. How do I know that you're using like the cleanest towel and- for all I know, you could be using a bar of soap at home that's been sitting there that your grandma used on her pooper. Okay. But I feel like people just are trying to be un like hygienic, but they're No, I understand why some people wrap it. I've got a different thought on it. We're yeah. going to confuse a lot of people with this. I. This I is one of Bella's like staunch, like don't do that sort of thing. No, I actually like second skin, but I think if it's your first tattoo or you have sensitive skin, just don't do it. Why? People, the amount of people that have come back saying like, oh, I got a rash from it. And I'm like, okay, well, don't use it again. So my thoughts are this, okay? Hit me, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. So modern day tattooing with, you know, all the application and hygiene and stuff like that. If you get a tattoo that's applied correctly mm -hmm. in 99% of the positions on your body. So there's a few that have an exception, but- if it's applied correctly and all you do is keep it clean, it will heal fine. Yeah. So what do you mean by keep it clean? So keep it clean is just wash it, say twice a day. And then any additional times, if you get it dirty, you get it sweaty, um, whatever, you know, pretty much that. So I if- 100,000% agree. If you just treat it like a graze or a cut or something like that, how you would normally, you go, oh, cool. I've got this cut on my leg. Oh, cool. I got it dirty at work today because I'm working outside in the dirt. I'll give it a good wash with soap after work. Yes. Um, I went to the gym today. Oh, cool. I'm not going to just not have a shower after the gym. So I'm going to have a shower, That'd wash be gross it with anyway. soap. Yeah, exactly. So if you do that, it will heal fine. Yeah. I say with a fresh tattoo, have two showers a day a morning shower and a night shower. Done. Yeah. And then that's exactly what I said. Plus, any additional times it gets dirty or. Yeah. So I'm if you do that, 
then you're all good. All the, the creams and stuff like that, contrary to what a lot of people believe, they don't actually make the tattoo heal better. No. Like it's going to heal the same. They just make the process potentially less annoying for you. Mm-hmm. because you have less dry skin. So a lot of the creams, like, you know, Bepanth and all the stuff you hear about that people recommend, they're essentially just moisturizers. Yep. So you can, I always recommend, I say, like, you can use a pawpaw cream, you can use a branded tattoo after cream, you can use normal moisturizer. You know, the only things to steer clear of are, like, antiseptic shit. Yeah, and, or, like, a scented moisturizer, like, like a tanning, mango coconut yeah, tanning one. ones and stuff like that. So anything just going to moisten up your skin, absorb into your skin... That just makes your skin less dry and less annoying. Yeah, it's it's as if you have dry, cracked skin. like Exactly. And it, it feels nicer to have moisturizer yeah. on there. So that's the process I recommend. Keep it clean, shower twice a day at a minimum. Any additional times, give it a soapy wash for at least two weeks. Then whatever cream you want to use that is going to absorb into your skin, so not like a Vaseline because that doesn't absorb into the skin. That's just like a surface cream. Um. Use that and that'll just make the process easy. You don't have to think about it any more than that. Then you can use, these are like alternatives, which are um, like the second skins, which is like essentially like a, a plastic skin you stick onto your skin. It fills up with the blood plasma. and plasma from the tattoo and heals itself within that liquid, which stays in like a sack essentially on your skin. Mm-hmm. So that all works fine unless... Obviously, you get a knee web or something where you it, can't. Put you, it on. There's a lot of areas on your body you can't put second skin because there's too much movement in the skin and you need it to be essentially airtight to hold in the liquid. Mm-hmm. There's this other stuff, I can't remember what it's called. It's similar to second skin, but it's like a fabric tape mm-hmm. which you can put on. But it's the same, it's all the same stuff. So it's like. It's called Fixomol. Yes. So you put it on, you still can clean it over because it's like tape. So you can wash yeah. the blood off it and stuff like that. You leave it on for like five days to a week. You take it off and it'll be sort of healed underneath. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't recommend leaving second skin or fix them all on for more than a week. Yeah. But sometimes I would recommend that for more for, for positions on your body that you would have more. So firstly, sorry, the second skin itself, I don't ever recommend. I think it's annoying. It's too difficult for people to have to fuck around with the sack of fluid. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if that, sack starts to leak you know when you're fucking at work and it goes all in your pants and shit then like that it's like dirty it's just annoying and a fucking dick around i agree I the dislike only one, one i would recommend to people is the tape the fixamol because what it does is it removes any sort of surface pain you have from mm-hmm. rubbing or anything like that so it almost means like if you if you get a tattoo on your thigh for example you put that tape on it when it's rubbing on your pants or whatever it's not as tender. You can barely feel it because it's like got a got a protective it's layer. It's a barrier. Yeah. So, but again, you still couldn't put that on an e-web because there's no. too much movement and stuff like that. You couldn't put that on in your armpit if you got tattooed, all that mm-hmm. sort of shit. So, they're the two options that I think. There are alternative ones and stuff like that. But yeah, I think at the core of it, people just need to know. It's like, if your tattoo is done properly- And you keep it clean. And you keep it clean, it will heal fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's the main thing. And then, yeah, the Fix-A-Mole, which is the tape. That's probably the thing I've used that I thought was like the most beneficial other than if you just, if you want to have something else other than just leaving it, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, that's what I'd recommend. But that actually brings us to the hour and two minutes, Bella. Oh, you went over. I know. Well, I was looking at it before. It was on 56 minutes, but then I sort of lost track a little bit with that question. Yeah, okay. 
Anyway, have you got anything you want to finish off with? No. Am I meant to? The boys are back with the coffees. That was a long coffee break. I know. They, I think they take time because they don't want to be standing in here. And well, yeah, they don't them. like when you say, oi, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, is there something that I should be mentioning? No, no, I'm not prompting you. I'm just saying, how, do you want to finish it off in a certain way? Nah. Nah, you're all good? I'm all G. All right. Rate, like, subscribe, send to a friend if you care for it. Um, keep hitting us back with the questions. Keep hitting us back with the responses and the reviews. Mm-hmm. Always very helpful. Interesting to hear what people think. And have a great week. Be positive. <laughs> and stay motivated. Be positive. Thank you for the coffee, Charles. Coffee, boss. Thanks, mate. Have a lovely day. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia.